You're now listening to J House Radio in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. up j house welcome to the official j house podcast episode radio uh episode number 43 um and today i really just wanted to dive a little deeper into the clone wars and about why the clone wars is the most important part of star wars um just been watching some Star Wars clips, and I, I like to scroll through the comment sections and look at some things, and I and I see some things, um, you know, and, and um, about fans that are just commenting, and uh, and some of them have these different theories and things like that, and we've discussed this in previous posts before and podcast about how, you know, you can't just like. Uh, oh yeah, something like this happened with Vader because such and such happened, and you have, and you have to line everything up with canon, and so, and what I've seen in the comments really shows that there are still some people who don't really accept or not fully accept the interpretation in their head of how the Empire came to be and how all of this happened to begin with. Um, when you when you get with it, when you when you're involved with a franchise like Star Wars, you have to understand that first and foremost, the true vision of what it is is not yours. And so, however unlikely you might have thought something would appear to be, or however you thought it would turn out, or you know, however you imagined some things in your head as opposed to the story. They don't matter. And and that's not in a mean way. That's in a way it's just like George laid out his original vision. He laid out everything. He laid out the original trilogy and then he went behind it and laid out the prequel trilogy and showed how the original trilogy came to be. So, you know, and then there's and then with the transition films like um, Rogue One, um, people there's some people in the comment sections that are like, well, Seeing this and seeing Mustafar, which is great and all, but uh, Matt seeing Hayden Christensen as Anakin, and and imagining him as Darth Vader is is to I can't see it, and I'm like, well, you don't have to see it. It, it. They showed you how it happened. The Vader that we see at the end of Revenge of the Sith and leading up to uh, A New Hope are two totally different. Uh, Vader's in aspects because they're they're the same but they're different because they that well not different they just they they go through changes there's this whole transitional period between episode three and episode four where Anakin and you can read this in the Vader Immortal comics where Vader is he still has Anakin inside of him and Anakin is still alive you know and 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 when you turn into a Sith, your old self dies. And so that's two totally different personalities. One is encompassing the other. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, and you have to pay attention to the little details. Because in episode, in episode uh, uh, five, um, Sidious didn't refer to Vader as, um, you know, Anakin. He, ref- he referred to him as Lord Vader. And he said, um, 
I sense that this is the offspring of Anakin Skywalker, as if Anakin Skywalker was some whole other person. And according to Sith logic, that is true. Anakin is indeed just some other person. He's not Darth Vader. You know, Darth Vader is inside Anakin, but the two are split because of being fully consumed by the dark side. So when you look at that split that happens after episode three, you know, we do see Hayden Christensen physically as Anakin Skywalker get put into the suit. We see that. He's Darth Vader now. But after that, in the Vader Immortal comics, he still goes through certain things and doubts where he has to prove himself and accept his fate as Darth Vader. And it, he really didn't accept the fate until he had until he was having uh the castle built, until he was having um the um until he was having uh the yeah, the castle the Sith castle built. And he tried to bring, and it showed just how much he still wanted to bring Padme back because he just couldn't accept the fact that she's gone forever and that there's no way he's getting her back. He tried to open a portal because it was built on top of a Sith artifact, um, and he used Sith Lord Momin uh, from his helmet that Sidious gave him uh, in order to accomplish it and try to and try to build it. Um, and that was a surreal story to me. And I was like, wow. So now you've brought back an ancient Sith Lord from the dead that can take over somebody else's body. And now you're trying, and, and now he's going to try to destroy you after you've tried to open the portal to get to Padme. He gets in, into the portal and he does see everything um, transpired that's transpired in his life over the past six films. Um, and he sees, you know, that he might have been force manipulated uh, into being birthed into Shmi Skywalker, um, which is crazy. And that blew our, blowed our minds. We see everything that was to come, um, even words from Kylo Ren and his grandson and such. We see that. Um, and then we see him fight the Jedi again and slaughter them all brutally. Then he gets to Padme in the temple and she just, she her eyes are black and red and her she chokes herself signifying that he choked her and then she jumps off the the top of the jedi balcony and then is struck by red lightning so it's really it's really dark stuff and it shows that she's not coming back she's dead you know there's nothing that he can do about it and so he comes out of that portal after he defeats moment he's like no i'm darth vader and then he accepts his fate he accepts it and it's he understands that it's over with and there's nothing that he can do and that this is what he has to live with now. And that the name Anakin Skywalker no longer has any meaning for him. And when you understand that, then by the time we get to episode 4, we're referring to Anakin Skywalker in past tense. And now you'll see that, oh, okay. And and, and then when you watch Rogue One, you'll, you'll be like, okay, I see now. Now that I got the context of what he went through in the castle, now we now I can see what's really going on. So by the time we see him in Rogue One, there is no more Anakin Skywalker. He's fully encompassed in Darth Vader. So Anakin Skywalker is a whole separate entity. Um, but yeah, and I love the way that uh, that uh, Gareth Edwards made that. I love the way that George was able to lay out the prequels in exactly the way he wanted to. And then, and, and like the episode is about, it's about the Clone Wars, which is why this is so important in the first place. 
you have to understand before you even think about loving Star Wars or, you know, and you can, I'm not saying don't love Star I'm saying, yeah, you can love it, but you have to understand from a story standpoint of where it began and how it's not the original trilogy that you think is Star Wars. It's really the base of what Star Wars is really is the prequels and the Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars, there's so much depth that's added because there's so much that's going on in the universe. So many things from the highest level to the lower level. Uh, Poverty, children trying to survive from day to day. Um, Clones running away from the war. Um, um, Post-traumatic stress disorder for clones. Um, Jedis turning against the clones and and causing personal vendettas and things like that. Um, People... Clone uh, Fives finding out the conspiracy that the chip was in his head and that whole uh, dilemma that ended up in him dying and covering up the whole plot with Order 66. Um, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's love for Satine, his uh, former love interest, and the list goes on. Uh, Anakin fighting someone who Padme used to date a long time ago because he hated, because, you know, of his insecurities and how he wanted to protect her, you know, and he, and he turned out to be right, actually, so, there, and there's just so much depth that's added, Ahsoka and all the things that she went through before she left the Order, there's just so much to explore, and all of that you have to take into consideration and keep that in the back of your mind that that is what happened before you go and watch the original trilogy and when you watch it with the back and with everything that's happened in the clone wars accepted it just makes the original trilogy so much deeper because the ori- the original trilogy by itself really I'm not saying that it's it's not good it's good but it's just shallow because there's nothing in between you know, it's it's basic and cut out, you know, um, you know, this is what happened, Luke did this, and da-da-da-da, and then a straightforward adventure from there, you know, um, Empire Strikes Back was great, but people get caught up in the commercialism of that, and really not the deeper in-between story that this is actually a son fighting against the father, and that this is a Sith Lord fighting against a, a trying-to-be-trained Jedi, you know what I'm saying? And they totally overlooked that because there's so many details that come from the prequels and the Clone Wars that absolutely enhance and make the pre- make the original so awesome with that foreknowledge being in the back of your head. So that's why the Clone Wars is such an important series. And with everything that comes with the Clone Wars, it makes you look at all the rest of the movies differently. And there are there are people because I've also looked in the comments in the YouTube sections and realized that people that my number one concern was that people wouldn't understand that once we watch season seven, it's going to absolutely change the way that we see um, change the way that we watch episode three. I looked in the comments, people were like, oh, yeah, after watching the trailer, man, I just realized that episode three is going to be so much more heartbreaking. It's going to be. So it's like it's going to be crippling and depressing as, and because of the Clone Wars. And I'm like, yes, that's what that's what I wanted them to recognize. Thank you for noticing that. Those are the real Star Wars fans that notice that once we watch Episode 7, I mean Season 7, we'll never look at Episode 3 the same again. Because it's going to freaking 
be hard to watch knowing that this is the transition of what happened leading up to the final moments of Order 66. We know what happened with Anakin from his point of view and what was happening. Anakin and Obi-Wan, we know what was happening from the Jedi Order's point of view with Order 66. But knowing what happened with Ahsoka, knowing what happened with Ahsoka and Darth Maul, and from their point of view, that is the interesting thing to see. And that is what will make it more heartbreaking, because now that we go watch episode 3, while Anakin's marching up the Jedi Temple, on the other end of the galaxy, we'll know that Ahsoka's on Mandalore fighting Maul and doing all this when she discovers that the Jedi Order is being wiped out systematically. And that's what makes Star Wars awesome. It's not the movies... I mean, the movies are awesome. They do. The movies are the movies. They're awesome. But it's what goes down in between the movies that makes everything special. And that's what people have to realize about Star Wars. Um, and that's why The Clone Wars is the most important part of Star Wars. Because there's a lot of definition and a lot of things that are dove into that the originals just didn't at the time. And that's because George was just working with the story that he wanted to work with. And then he decided to finish the trilogy with 1, 2, and 3. Which was a wise decision. And every casting that he did, every character that he did, every uh, every um, di- every piece of dialogue that he wrote, no matter what people think, if it was cringy or not, I don't care. That is Star Wars. And it was awesome. You know, it, and because and, it was his vision. When it's your vision that you want to make come to pass, no matter what people say about the writing or or anything or the direction or the casting, it's your vision. That is what you saw in your head as you saw it, exactly how you saw it. And so what we're getting with the prequels and the Clone Wars is everything that George Lucas himself visualized, him and Dave Filoni, according to the true vision of what Star Wars is. And people have to realize that. But um, let me know what you guys think. Favorite this podcast. Listen to us on Spotify. We're also on Anchor and iTunes as well. Um, follow us on Instagram at jhouse underscore tm. Let me know what you guys think. What do you think about the Clone Wars? What is your favorite era of Star Wars? For me, it's the Clone Wars. You already know. Follow me on Snapchat, Snapchat too at jhouseking. Um, also, you can follow me on Vero2 at JHouse Comics, Vero's special platform. Subscribe to us on YouTube at uh, JHouse uh, Comics as well. And uh, I'll catch you guys later, man. Y'all have a blessed day and be easy. Thank, Thank you for, for joining. joining. This, this has been another, another edition, edition of JHouse Radio. Radio.